traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Hello there. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, I'm speaking with a guest from the company My Flora DNA, the CEO, Angel Fernandez. So CEO and co-founder Angel Fernandez is a plant scientist at UC Berkeley in plant genetics and molecular biology. He's also a recognized researcher and scientist specialist in plant genomics and molecular breeding. As CEO of the company MyFlora DNA, he's committed to delivering the promise of revolutionizing the industry by applying all his knowledge, time, and effort to developing innovative solutions to break the barriers that growers and breeders face. MyFlora DNA is a genomic laboratory based in Sacramento, California, delivering modern genomics for the cannabis industry. Their services include trait detection, the cannabinoid profile and sex and gender ID, pathogen detection, and genetic validation services. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today, Angel. Welcome. Hi, Bethany. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So I shared a little bit about your background. Uh, You're currently with UC Berkeley, but I'd love to hear more about your background and experience and some of the things you did before getting involved in cannabis. Yeah, absolutely. So let me start about my uh, origins. I'm actually from, from Spain. I have a a uh, double diploma in plant science from a university of Spain and another university in France. Then I did my master of science in Costa Rica. Um, I was working with tropical plants such as pineapple and, and bananas. And then I completed my PhD in plant genetics and molecular biology in a collaboration between Spain and Kyoto University in Japan. And at that time, I was working with fruit trees, plant breeding and genetics in crops uh, like cherries, almonds, apples. Then in 2013, I got the prestigious European fellowship called Marie Curie in order to do my postdoc. And that's why I decided to come to UC Davis. Uh, And I was working actually under the leadership of uh, the famous professor Richard Mitchell Moore. In other crops, at that time I was working with tomato and lettuce. And then in 2017, I joined UC Berkeley um, as a molecular geneticist, working with the 
revolutionary technique called CRISPR and other next generation sequencing tools forest uh, crops in forest uh, species like sequoias, pines, and so on. Yeah, absolutely. You've been very busy in the academic world and you've gotten to travel to some wonderful places, it sounds like. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Excellent. So as far as working with the cannabis plant and the cannabis industry, how did that get added on to your professional uh, and research story there? And what's your connection to cannabis? Main reason is because after working basically more than 15 years in the academia sector and working with many different diverse crops, annual crops, perennial crops, forest crops, I really wanted to contribute scientifically to the to the cannabis industry and learn more about the, the cannabis plant. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, as, as we all know, this plant lacks scientific support and solid, and I would even say basic research. So mm -hmm. my goal, my goal, I'm at my Flora DNA is to bring all the knowledge that I have acquired in other crops to the cannabis industry so like that we can we can bring that knowledge and that benefit to this amazing plant and obviously to bridge the gap between academia and, and industry. So that's the main the main reason of my, my personal reason, professional reason, and also my flora DNA goal is to bring this scientific knowledge so like that breeders, growers, uh, nurseries, consumers, they can get educated and they can really know the science behind behind this wonderful crop. Yes, I agree. I mean, especially here in the U.S., we're slow on the research, but as we see more information coming out about the cannabinoids, you know, there's more than just THC and CBD. There's a whole host of CBG, CBN, THCA, all those things, and it's fascinating, uh, not to mention the the genetic imprints and and profiles of the plants as well so it sounds like my flora dna is really wrapping their arms around this kind of science uh to get us caught up uh with with the science as well does that sound about right yeah yeah excellent well i'd love to hear more about what's going on at my flora dna um, what you're looking forward to in the year 2023 and what else what else we can learn about your company? So we have, let's say, two departments. And the first one is a testing, testing a lab in which we provide genetic testing to our clients for specific traits, specific pathogens. In addition to that, we have our R&D uh, group in which we are seven PhDs. So I'm super proud of that because uh, I believe that there are not so many companies uh, worldwide having seven PhD, seven scientists working in the same direction and with the same goal. And it's basically discover and discover 
the science and the, the, the genetics of molecular biology behind, behind the, the, the cannabis plant. So uh, we are working in different scenarios. We are trying to discover technologies, applications that they can be really useful and efficient for all the different players, including the growers and nurseries and obviously the, the consumers. So we are working uh, with the cutting edge DNA technologies, including molecular breathing, genotyping by sequencing, uh, genome-wide association analysis, gene editing, and so on. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing all, all, that, all that's going on at the company. Um, sounds like you're all keeping very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Excellent. Uh, well, we're about to take our first commercial break. Uh, and before we do that, I want to remind our listeners that NCIA is back on tour with our event series across the country. We are in 11 cities, maybe 12, as we all lead up to our 11th annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days, taking place May 16th, 17th, and 18th in Washington, D.C. Be sure to head to our website, thecannabisindustry.org, and navigate to our event calendar so you can check out where we're going to be starting in late January through February, March, and April, and May as we hit all these cities in uh, established and emerging markets across the country. We really can't wait to see our NCIA members and meet newcomers to the industry at these really fun evening networking events called Industry Socials. There's also a Cannabis Caucus happening in Colorado. So please register your team now for one of these events or all of these events. NCIA members receive complimentary tickets, so you won't want to miss out on that. And with that, let's take our first commercial break, and then we'll be right back to talk with Angel Fernandez of My Flora DNA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. All right, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore with NCIA, and today my guest is Angel Fernandez of My Flora DNA. So, Angel, I want to start this part of the conversation by looking into the microscope, uh, taking a closer look at the cannabis plant beyond even the terpenes and cannabinoids that I mentioned earlier. Uh, can you explain why the genetics of the cannabis plant is important and really what what information do we get by looking at the genome of the plant? Why is this information important to those who are cultivating cannabis? Yeah, absolutely. So let me start that all organisms, including animals, humans, viruses, bacteria, and obviously plants and, and, and cannabis have a genetic material called DNA. All right. And DNA actually is a molecule that contains the unique, uh, I would say, biological information for each plant. Okay, so it's basically like a set 
of uh, sequences of uh, nucleotides that contains all the instructions that a plant uh, need in order to grow, develop, reproduce, and, and so on, all right? And then we have the genes, uh, which are sections of, of DNA that contain a set of instructions to produce a specific molecule that is called protein, okay? Those proteins they control how the plants work. So that's why it's really important to know those genes, to know those proteins, because are highly related or highly associated with the real characteristic of the plants, like the color, like uh, if they are drought resistant or the THE content, or if they are pathogen resistant. So it's extremely important to know the genes, the DNA, and the genome. And that information would be very useful for the growers in order to design the new generation of plants, okay? And they will make those decisions based on the con consumer demands. So if the consumers, they want a specific trait, the breeder or the growers, they will need to make a new plant uh, having those uh, traits. And the only way to, know th to, to do that in an efficient and sustainable way is by knowing the genetics and the genes of the plant, all right? So basically it's like in a very easy way to explain, a gene is like a sentence in a book, then a chromosome is like a chapter of the book, and knowing the genome is like if we have the whole book. So it's really mm -hmm. important to have the, the knowledge of the cannabis genome, the, all the instructions in the genome. And what is efficient for them is that for a very small leaf, we can know the genome. We can know all the genetic information. So basically, we can predict, detect and predict how the plants they will look like uh, in the future, but a very early stage. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah, thank you. I'm not a, a scientist, but <laughs> I, the, the way you described that really, really made more sense to me. So thank you for that. So when we are cultivating cannabis, you know, me, I'm thinking about the basics like sunshine and water and just traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You know, soil and the very basic elements of agriculture. But, I mean, clearly there's some very high-tech aspects here to growing cannabis. Um, you were defining the genetic makeup part of it all. Uh, so I want to know more about molecular breeding and how it's different from at least what I would consider traditional or classic breeding of plants. Hmm. So molecular breeding is basically an advanced way of using DNA science to grow better plants. All right, it's like uh, you have the option to go from Sacramento to LA. You can either drive a car or you can take a plane and fly. All right, so you're going to reach LA, but 
you can reach LA in, 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 in seven hours or in 45 minutes. So that is the main difference between molecular breathing and classical breathing. The goal is the same, but the outputs are going to be much better because we are, imagine you are a grower and you want to, or a breeder, you want to develop a new strain. Normally you take two plants, male, female, you make a cross, you obtain a population and then a population of prints, let's say 1,000 plants, and then you need to plant and grow those 1,000 plants. With the traditional method, you need to let them grow and based on after four or five months, you will decide which plant is the winner in order to make a new variety. However, and this is the classical method, with molecular, the molecular method, at a very early stage, let's say in, in one week or in two weeks, if you know the trait that you want to improve, you just target the gene with molecular tools. So in two weeks, you're going to know who is the winner of those 1,000 plants. So you are saving five months of your time. Wow. You are saving water. You are saving uh, energy, electricity in the greenhouse. You are saving a space. You are saving many things. Mm -hmm. So that is the main difference between one technology and the other. And basically, this is what uh, most of the Ag companies, large corporations such as Syngenta, Driscoll, Monsanto, Cortiva are using molecular breathing for at least the past uh, 15 years. So this is what we want to help understand the breeders in the cannabis industry, the main benefits of this technology. Absolutely. I mean, especially our, our industry is is already strapped for cash with, with the banking issues and the tax issues, the IRS section 280E. So any, any saving of time, money, labor. Exactly. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. That'll have a huge impact on, on this industry as well. So as we add on to this conversation about how high tech, high tech everything can be and, all these scientific aspects of growing cannabis, there's now information that can be tracked. Um, we're several years into legalization, so there's probably a good amount of data. So this, this information can be important or useful even for people like me, the consumers or the customers buying the product. So Let's let's get into that a little bit. How how this information helps consumers? Yes. Well, uh, at my flora DNA, we just develop also uh, my flora cloud, where all our clients they can track all the information uh, about their plants through the growing process. So everything is stored there, and only clients they have access to that that information can be the traits that they are analyzing they can be also the for example hlb which is a, one of main services they can track which of their plants for which for each particular week is positive or is infected or not so and then they can track also they can 
the, the, the application includes a testing calendar so they can build their own uh, cultivation health program. So this is a very efficient and useful uh, platform that they can that they can use. So they are all welcome to to check uh, our website and, and get access to our cloud and experiment a little bit and play around and and see how they can benefit from, from this. Yeah, I think that makes sense to me. Um, one thing that comes to mind for me is where we're headed scientifically as we get more data and do more research. I think some consumers know the effect that they are looking for. Uh, you know, whether it's to reduce anxiety or to help with sleeping at night or anti-inflammation. And this information uh, is kind of available now when you look at the charts of cannabinoids. Um, but I think it's interesting to think about reverse engineering. Okay, so here's here's what I want all in one. Let's see what that, you know, starting at the end and then going backward and creating a plant almost. <laughs> is, is this getting a little too futuristic or is this a possibility? This is a real possibility and this is actually the, the reality. Uh, you want to eat the best tomato. You want to eat the best uh, apple and you want to have uh, the, the best uh, cannabis products. So obviously that is the, the, not, the, not the future, but the present, on, the present uh, also, not only for consumers, also for growers. Why growers, they really want right now uh, cannabis strain or cultivar that is resistant to HLV. For example, or that increase the 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 yield, or things like that. So that now it's possible. Now it's wow. possible, and hopefully in the next uh, few couple of years, uh, those new technologies they will be more available to the for the industry. That's amazing, awesome. That's very exciting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so let's take our first commercial, uh, our second commercial break. Apologies, and uh, we'll come back and wrap up our conversation with Angel Fernandez of My Flora DNA. Stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Okay, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, having a fascinating and futuristic conversation about cannabis science with Angel Fernandez of My Flora DNA. And uh, your, your company's been a very active member of NCIA that I, that I very much appreciate. Um, for starters, you've published five really interesting blogs with us over the last year or so. Um, everything from preventing and getting rid of pests in your cannabis plants to preventing pathogen infections in your garden. Um, also the most common pathogens uh, and viruses that you'll see in the garden. Um, 
genetics validation is also really interesting as well. And, and I'm still wrapping my head around all that as well. But really, there's, there's a ton of great blogs that you've contributed for those who want to take a deeper dive and read more uh, education from My Flora DNA through NCIA's website. So you can definitely uh, head to thecannabisindustry.org and just search, use our search function uh, and type in My Flora DNA and you'll find these really great blogs that have been contributed by, by the team at My Flora DNA. So I want to say thank you for that. Uh, additionally, it looks like you have joined one of our 14 committees, the Scientific Advisory Committee for for this 2023 term. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. And great. I'm very, very excited about that. I think it's a great opportunity to share my my experience with other colleagues uh, in the in the field and obviously to learn uh, from them. Uh, that is the I think the most rewarding thing is to spend a couple of hours per per month with uh, such a great professionals and learn uh, from them. Absolutely, thanks for saying that. I, I think our committees are definitely an awesome opportunity for to put our to put our heads together and to create something greater than the sum of our parts, as they say. So this this particular committee, the Scientific Advisory Committee, has practicing chemists and plant scientists of all kinds to maybe move into developing some standards and guidelines, or at least maybe formal recommendations that are sound, sustainable, and legitimate. So I love I love seeing the content that comes out of our committees in general. So really looking forward to seeing what kind of blogs and podcast episodes and webinars uh, and maybe even formal policy papers that your committee gets into. So I hope you have a lot of fun with it and you get a chance to bond and make some great relationships with other NCIA members as well. Absolutely, that is the main goal, and trying to to uh, release, publish, and share all the scientific knowledge that we are getting at my Florida DNA. So to share with the uh, with the rest of the scientists uh, from the scientific advisory committee, and also with the with the audience, with the consumers, and with the, all different players in the in the industry through seminars, um, podcasts, um, newspaper, and so on. Great, great, excellent. I really appreciate the conversation today, and I, and I appreciate some of your metaphors in trying to explain some of these uh, very high-tech things that I do not have a PhD in. So thank you for that. Um, you can find more information about your company at myfloradna.com, I believe. Is that true? That's correct. All That's right. Correct. Great. And hopefully you and your team can join us at the Northern California and Southern California industry socials that are coming up. The San Francisco one is Tuesday, January 31st. 
and we'll be down in Los Angeles on Tuesday, February 7th. So definitely get registered. We're looking forward to seeing you there. And thank you again for joining us. Thank um, you very Thank you very much, uh, Bethany. I'm sure we will be there on the, the January 31st. Wonderful. Awesome. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.